Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this Chargers podcast. I am your host, as always, Fernando Ramirez, joined by the great Lorenzo Neal, number 41 on the field, number one in your heart. Lorenzo, my man, how are we doing on this Wednesday? But before you tell me, we yes. got breaking news. I can't wait to hear it. What's the breaking Justin news? Justin Herbert you got? has been traded to the Seattle Seahawks for a, a, one first round draft pick. Justin Herbert, a second rounder for quarterback Russell Wilson. What, what, what? what Lorenzo? What's going on? Whoa, whoa! Stop the press! What, are you breaking this? I didn't see anything from Adam Schefter. You are now breaking news. You're breaking it. this. Justin Herbert straight, not straight across for Russell Wilson, and, and the Chargers get another first round pick. Yep, that's a, that's that's what I've heard. Oh my God! You know who told Prince. me? Who told you? I gotta know. April Fool's joke. Ah, uh, you know what? You go to hell for lying, <laughs> Fernando. You're going straight to hell. Do not pass go. The pearly gates. When you get there, they're gonna say, "Why'd you do that to Lorenzo? You know he took too many hits. Why'd you do that to your boy?" It has me now. He's sweating. You got low all fired up. Why would you do that, man? Your 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 shirt went from pink to red real quick. Yeah, exactly. For, for you listeners, like, Lorenzo's wearing a great pink shirt, and he's wearing a Chargers hat for all you guys. That white, beautiful Chargers hat. He's wearing it for all you guys, just to represent out there. Absolutely, I was bringing that swag, but you know it's nice. Sun's out, guns out. You know, you got a rocket, brother. You got a rocket today. Just and a ain't nobody day. got guns. Not even Ed Hawk. Not even Ed Hockley has guns like Lorenzo Neal. Eddie knows Eddie Hockley. Me and him used to be on the field, and I'd be like, get next to him. I said, you want to see the real guns? Let's go. He would laugh, man. He's, he, he, yeah, we'd mess with him, give him a hard time. I loved Ed Hockley, man. Great, great official. Always had the guns, but man, I tell you, it's just a beautiful day. It's a great day to be alive. Getting closer and closer to draft. Things are happening. Russell Wilson has not been traded. Justin <laughs> Herbert has not been traded. Thank you for that nice April Fool joke. It was good. It was nice. And you know what? I, I could appreciate that. Don't worry. They, well, you know what they say about payback. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do. And, I, and I'm nervous about it. But, Lorenzo, what's not an April Fool's joke is what the L.A. Times reported today. According to the L.A. Times, uh, Dia Spanos is, uh, has filed a motion in court to try and force her brother Dean and their other two siblings to to sell the Chargers. And again, ladies and gentlemen, this is not a joke. This is not an April Fool's joke. This is legit. Um, Lorenzo, I mean, just for, just let's just start off with this. What what are your thoughts about that, and uh, and kind of about what's going on right now with the Spanos family? Wow, when you, when you when you told me that, I was like, wow, really shocked. And then after you, you lay it out, it's like. Uh, you know what? Mixed emotions, man. You know, especially when it's something that's that close to you and, you know, this this family, what they've done with the Chargers. And, it's you know, it's, it's dear to them. They they have such great relationships with so many different players, a great junior sale, you know, Dan Fouts, all these great players that this team, you know, the, the, the Papu Spanos bought the team and what he did in order to get it and, and just has been in their family forever. So, this has got to be tough. It's got to be tough for the family. Um, I know the Spanos, you know, very well. Um, you know, Dia, you know, lives in Stockton. And, you know, she lived next door to, you know, Faye and her dad. Her, Faye is her mother. And, of course, and, and, and Papu, the father who passed. And I knew them as well and went out 
been to their house. So this is something that's got to be tough. You know, Diaz, you know, the gal and she's tough. And um, so I, I just think that you're at a situation where, you know, like I told you, my wife, she was the nanny for for Diaz Banos. So when she was in college and high school, you know, uh, my wife actually worked for the Spanos family. So she helped raise Aaron. Aaron is, is, is you know, Diaz and Ron, the Barian's son. So she's very familiar with the family. And, you know, she's been knowing the family way longer than I have. And so I uh, wait till I tell her this news and uh, she's going to be like, probably, you know, call Diaz and say, well, what's going on? But uh, I, I just think that it, it's tough. Um, it doesn't make dollars. It doesn't make sense. You know, you, you have a team and, you know, what the, and uh, I, I just think probably you have Dia who's never really been kind of hands on like, the you know, like Dean. And then, so she's looking at it and she's being a business and being perspective. And she goes, I, you know what? I'm not going to let my heart get caught up in the finances. I, I, I want to make money. And I, you know, it, is it best right now for us to sell the team and go our separate ways? And, and sometimes it's a, it's this, the, to have a team, it's only 31 other owners can say that. So I, I do understand it's got to be tough because think about you, think about what your legacy, you can say, I want an NFL team. I, I own a team. It's only 32. And so that's got to, this has got to be a tough situation. And uh, what was the finances? How much are in the hole? I don't, I know you're going to so, get into that a little bit. Yeah. So basically, I mean, I, I, this is what I was doing this all today, this morning, just because, I mean, it hit you like a brick and you start thinking, is it April Fool's joke? And then you're like, no, like, like the LA Times wouldn't have put it out there if it wasn't legit. And you start asking around. And so basically what Dia is saying is that the team is in the, the family's in the whole $350 million. She's saying that she feels like it's been mismanaged, that they also have 30 million or about 25, 25 million in charitable donations that she doesn't know how they're going to pay. So I spoke to special counsel, uh, um, Mark Fabiani today. He's been with the charger organization for a while. And he told me that the, the reason why the trust hasn't been, so let's start off with this. There's four siblings. They each have 15% of the team. Then there's an extra 36% of Alex and Faye Spanos, what they owned. That's in the trust. Right. So mom, what they're gonna mom do, and dad, right. Yes, sir. So what they're going to do is they're going to divide that by four. Once the So the IRS right now is trying to see how much they're going to tax uh, the Spanos family uh, off of what they're going to basically be making and stuff. So off of the, uh, off of the inheritance that they're going to get. So basically, they're going to distribute four, thir that 36%. They're going to give 9% to each member of the Spanos family of the four siblings. So that means each member would have 24% equally. 24 times 4 equals 96% of the team. The other 4%, I think, is distributed with, uh, with other people and everything. So basically, Lorenzo, what this means is that there's no majority leader. There is no majority leader of the team. Dean owns it as equally as Dia does, as uh, I think Alexis is the name. So they all own it equally. Now, here's the kicker. What she's suing for, she's not suing for the, the, the brother's uh, 15%. She is suing for the 36% in that trust. So basically, she's trying to force her brothers to sell the team. Now, the Chargers put out a statement and basically... Um, the so basically there what she's trying to sue for is to get control of that 36 percent and hopefully sell the team now when speaking to fabiani he told me he doesn't think it's gonna like 
he said basically it's going to take a while for this to happen and and for everything to put in motion but basically what the spanos sibling the three spanos siblings dean michael and alexis they released a statement saying that they're together they're in this and this and i quote for the three of us the chargers is one of our family's most important legacies just as it was for our parents unfortunately our sister dia seems to have a different misguided and mis- a different and misguided personal agenda that so is what wow so with that being said so how is she going but how can she get control of the 36 can you can you explain that to the listeners a little bit better how how does she how does she expect i know so alex and Faye, that was mom and dad they yes, they're 30 they had the 36 percent. they're the majority so how is she going to try to get that 36 percent for she to become the majority so basically she hired one of the best lawyers out there it's uh she hired adam streisand you may remember him lorenzo he is the same owner or the same lawyer who was able to help steve balmer gain control of the clippers and buy the clippers he is the same lawyer that helped Jeannie bus gain control of the lakers when her brother jim bus was uh was running it kind of i mean not, not into the ground but he wasn't doing what he was supposed to be doing with it so she's hired a kick a kick butt attorney now so it's going to be really interesting to see the way she's able to go after her, but basically she's going after the family's trust it it it's still not clear what her intentions i mean her intentions are clear she wants to sell the team she wants to make money it is not clear though in what way um she's going to be able to gain control of this because according to according to what fabiani told me even if she wins this all they would do is force the three siblings to buy her out out. and that's what i think i mean that's why i was getting there so here's what i think that dia is just in a situation she's not been hands-on with the team she's saying you know what I have my, you know, I have me and her husband, Ron Bavarian, who's a great, great guy, friend of mine as well, just like both sides. So I've, I don't have a whore, I don't have a dog in this race. I love the family. They've been good to me. You know, they, they gave me millions. So I, I don't, so, and I, in Dia, she's awesome lady too. So I just think that she's in a situation. She's saying, you guys keep going in debt. I don't need a write-off, you know? So we divide, you know, I'm, I'm getting, during where I got over 75 million, you know, that we're all in debt. So she's like, uh, I don't need to write off. So let me get, let's get the team evaluated where it's at. And I'll, but you guys can buy my share out of that team. So I understand that she goes, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't run the team. I shouldn't be taking on this debt. I had nothing to do with it. So she's probably just saying you're, you're, you're hurting my money, my finances, because you know, that's just one division. So it doesn't hurt. So she's like, let me buy me out. I'll deal with it later. And then, you know, cause they still got a real estate division. They got freaking, you know, all kinds yeah. of different divisions that uh, you know of their of their empire so but this is just question, one facet so this is my question lorenzo i feel like the brothers would or and the siblings would do that they would buy her out my question is is she going for the knockout blow is she going for the big money because the spanos family could easily sell this team for about right now i think they're worth around 2.7 billion but you know uh, the way they would do it they could probably get it for about somebody could probably buy it for about three 3.5 do you th- my, my my way of thinking is I think she might be going for let's go for the heavy set let's get our, the most money that we can out of this franchise that is truly what I kind of feel like is is kind of going on here and she just want because I mean 
to be completely honest, Sp uh, the Spanos family has a lot of people working. A lot of the Spanos people work for the organization. Dean's sons, his, uh, one of his sons is football, uh, president of football operations. That's, I believe, uh, out, um, that's, uh, yeah, the dean has two. Dean has two his, sons. He, yeah. he's got two two of the sons with Alex and a, no, Alex. No. Okay, yeah. So Alex is president of football operations. Ag is and uh, Ag is Ag is his other uh, son. Marketing. Yeah, he's uh, president of marketing. So and, and then and then his other son and then his other brother. Yeah, they, his son his sons Alexis. That's a good friend. He runs their real estate. So you got yes. So the, it's separate from this. So I imagine D is like, okay, if you guys want to stay with this. I'm going to take for the real estate part, something that's making money building right now. If you look at what's going on as far as homes and people buying houses and all that stuff. So they have real estate. So she's like, okay, I don't need this debt. So I want to make money. So I'll, let me, you guys want to step out and give me your part of the real estate. So I, I think this thing could get messy. I think that, you know, I think that it, it will get done, but I, I, I do, I understand both sides. Yeah. You, like I said earlier, it's freaking unbelievable to own a team. But Dia's yeah. looking at it like I've owned it. We are our families own this team for a long time. But also, is it about just saying that I own a team or do I want to make some money? And I think that's where Dia's at in this. And the thing could be about the move. I mean, it, it, it's cost. And I'm, we're going to this is the thing about our show. We're going to be honest, Lorenzo. And honesty is 100 percent of how you and I are operate as people. Right. It, it's been a struggle for them. At that dignitative sports uh health comp whatever that stadium's the stub hub i call it the stub hub everybody makes fun of me for calling it the stub hub when they yeah. were at the soccer stadium it was hard for them to sell tickets now i'll play devil's advocate when it comes to that each ticket was about 250 dollars. lorenzo you have a family i i mean i grew up in a family where you sometimes had to watch where um where money was going and everything it's tough to ask a family of four to pay $250 per ticket for a family parking. of four to go to the stadium, $100 for parking, and then the food and everything you're going to consume at the game, you're easily spending about $1,000 uh, at least. Game. At least. At least. And, yeah. it, and just people weren't making, uh, weren't willing to make uh, the sacrifice for it. Now, again, Lorenzo, I'm going to play devil's advocate. The Chargers played the Rams at, um, at uh, the USC State at the Coliseum. That stadium, Lorenzo, was about 55 45, 50%, 55%, uh, 55% Rams fans, 45% Chargers. So there is a little bit of, of love in LA for the Chargers. Now it's hard, Lorenzo. It's hard when you have LeBron James and Anthony Davis. It's hard when you have Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, Mookie Betts and Clayton Kershaw. It's hard when you have Mike Trout on the Angels. It's hard. It's going to be hard for the Chargers to make a name for themselves there. But the Chargers have a guy, a key, Justin Herbert, and I'm not trying to put uh, I'm not trying to put everything on Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert just needs to go out there and win games. But this franchise is about to put all of its support and everything on top of Justin Herbert. Why? Because to me, right now, Justin Herbert is the marketable guy. Justin Herbert is the man. Justin Herbert is the quarterback, and I, I feel and Justin Herbert has that superstar potential that the Chargers are looking for and the Chargers have finally found, and they haven't had it since Phillip Rivers. Before that, it was Ladanian Tomlinson. So really, um, the Chargers are going to have a chance with Justin Herbert. Now, they also have to battle the Rams. The Rams have Aaron Donald, Matthew Stafford, and Jalen Ramsey. 
The Chargers have some players. They have Keenan Allen. They have Derwin James. They have playmakers at Joey Bosa. So it is going to be tough for them to build in L.A., but you know what, Lorenzo? To me, L.A., when it comes to football, I know you have USC and you have UCLA, but to me, football's up to uh, up for grabs right now. The Rams aren't doing much better than the Chargers, in my opinion. And I and, I, and you have to give the Chargers the, the, the head because of the fact they have that guy that you're talking about, that's quarterback position. Matthew Stafford will never be loved by the Rams no. because he's, he's, he's already been in Detroit. They have a situation right now, the Chargers in a situation where this new coach, head coach, he's got to come out and win. Yeah. He's got to come out and win. They have to be splashy, and they got they got to become a show. We know we've seen you. We've seen what happened when UFC, the days of Reggie Bush, and all those things, and Matt Liner sold out hundred thousand. That was the hottest ticket in town. So you have to realize, even with the Lakers, this town, they want a winner. They want winners. If you win, they'll build it, and they will come. If the yeah. Chargers win and they, like you said, if Justin Herbert is, is who we believe he could be and take this town by storm and they start winning, I'm telling you, they can put some butts in the seats, but they're going to need it. Cause right now you're going to have to start selling. And especially with COVID, it's not doing us doing them any favors because of the yeah. fact your ticket sales and all the things you have, people have a certain amount of disposable income. You're, you're seeing right now that things are starting to happen. So it's just going to be interesting to see, what happens? What transpires with this Chargers team? No, and 100% Lorenzo. And you know what? I think right now, Lorenzo, the first team that wins the Super Bowl between the Chargers and the Rams, I feel like they're going to gain the love of Los Angeles, to be honest. I feel like there, there's a lot of people that still have kind of – they still haven't gained – they still haven't gone Chargers. They still haven't gone Rams. I think there's a lot of neutral people right now, and I feel like the Chargers could really make uh, – they could gain a couple of more fans if well a thousand thousand more fans if they won a Super Bowl. Now, if you win the Super, I mean, I I just feel like the Chargers still need to do a lot of marketing when it comes to the team in Los Angeles. Um, I, I've said it before. If they could invite the Lakers to come down and hang out during training camp, or just do more, do more, more stuff where you bring more athletes, more people. I know they had Snoop Dogg a couple of years ago come to a game. I mean, just doing more stuff like that really brings out a lot of fans. But just going back to the Dia and Dean Spanos, it is going to take a while. So uh, literally, it's going to be uh, sit back and kind of wait. But according to the Chargers three siblings they really in their statement they said it's everything's going to happen business as usual training camp is still going on everything's going to still go on this is going to be a battle that they're going to have to uh that they're going to have to fight behind the scenes in a sense lorenzo so it, it's going to be very interesting to see the way uh this all unfolds it really is i um uh, i tell you you got me all fired up i'm definitely gonna you know do some more research and find out you know how this how this book or how this story is going to end because uh, it's just begun and it's going to be expensive. And I think that the bottom line is they probably going to have to buy out Dia. But, you know, and in both sides, I understand, you know, the three siblings that want to keep the team, man, they, they enjoy it. They go to games. They're involved. Dia, you know, Dia doesn't necessarily come a lot to the game. She's in stock. She doesn't, you know, necessarily, it's, it's, you know, it's not her interest. And so you're, you're you know, you're a sibling, you're a part of the trust and your parents they gave them a great legacy. So it's, this is a great problem to have. So all these Charger fans out there getting mad. No, this is, I wish I had this problem. You're in a situation where here's just one of the siblings is saying, look, I don't want anything. Just give me what, just give me what, um, just give me what's what mine. I want. Just give yeah. me what's mine. That, that's all. My dad and my father, they set this up. I, I, I'm not running the team. 
you know, and I'm not saying, because here's the deal. I don't think it's being mismanaged. I just think that it's tough. You're economically, it's tough. A lot of teams are, you know, you're in a market, especially LA, where it's very tough. So it's not that you ain't trying to, you know, bring people in and do the things. So she's just like, I haven't been a part of it. I'm not running it. I'm not getting any dividends off of it. You know, I'm losing money. So sell me out. Or if you guys don't want to sell the team, then buy me out. So I, I think that's fair. And I think that they'll come up and this is a, this is a good family. They're going to yeah. figure this out. They're all going to be, they're all going to be fine, but I'm telling you right now, this is, this is uh, crazy. Yeah, no, definitely. And I mean, let, let's just switch gears a little bit. I mean, it, it, the draft is coming up and I, I wonder if you can place bets on who you think could go top five, what's going to happen with all the madness. What do you think, Lorenzo? Do you think there's a place that we can go to, to place bets on that? absolutely oh my god that was nice Fernando. i was like give me something i like it i love it i want some more of it so that's why i would go to bed online baby to find out who's going to be your top five can you get all five in a row if you can go to bed online and make some serious coin right fernando we got to make some coin hey maybe maybe we can uh we can put our money together and possibly buy the chargers yeah, I don't think I'll ever see that kind of money. Uh, but right now, Bet Online is the place to go. Bet Online covers all sporting events. March Madness is about to end. Sadly, I mean, man, look at those UCLA Bruins, Lorenzo. They're out there. They're they're fighting. They were the 11th seed. Now they're in the final four. There's NBA is coming down the the wire where you're trying to see who's going to make the playoffs, who, who's not. NHL is also about to to go to the playoffs so you can bet on all those sports you can even bet on awards tv shows and reality tv head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit that's betonline.ag but lorenzo so we're gonna talk a little bit about some of these young prospects man they're i don't know what's in the water nowadays but some of these guys are killing it lorenzo yesterday LSU wide receiver uh, Jamar Chase ran a 4.3840, had a vertical of 41, and a broad jump of 132. He also had 23, 23 reps on the bench. What says 23? you? 23. Wow. A wide receiver. Out of, out of everything, that's the most impressive. A wide receiver, 225, 23 reps, that's a man. I tell you, he helped himself out in vertical, 41 inches, absolutely amazing. He's got the size, big, physical, no noun that he's strong. You, look, you know, look at what he did on the bench, vertical, 102 inches. I mean, you know, think about broad jump. That's freaking amazing. Uh, what say you? I say this dude is going to get paid, definitely solidified a first round. Yeah, uh, those type of numbers, no question. Man, they keep on talking about the Bengals possibly drafting him because he was at LSU when Joe Burrow was there and they won the national championship. Now, he sat out last year, which to me, Lorenzo, I don't see it as a negative. I know some teams might see it as a negative. I don't see it that way because some teams only played five games. Northwestern only played five games. Rashawn Slater, who's their left tackle, wouldn't have would have only have, have had five games to really put tape out on there so i really don't blame some of these guys for sitting out and saying you know what i'm going to prepare for my nfl future so it's very interesting to see the way these guys have kept themselves in incredible shape guys who have sat out 
are in incredible shape. They're looking forward to this. But going back to that Joe Burrow situation, now Joe Burrow, we all know, tore his ACL last year. It was a brutal injury. I I know that he really wants to be with Jamar Chase now that A.J. Green is gone. They have some other receivers. But honestly, I'm just a little uh, – I would be a little weary if I was them. I know you want to give your quarterback all the weapons, but to be completely honest, you you might have to go offensive line. And I know we completely we kind of changed the subject or whatever, but I would really love to see Jamar Chase with Joe Burrow just to see that magic happen again. But I think the Cincinnati Bengals have to go um, have to go offensive line. But yeah, no, his athleticism is incredible. He looked incredible. He looked like he was in incredible shape. So honestly, this whole this, this draft is just full of some of these athletes. And I have another one for you next, Lorenzo. But if you're if if you're Cincinnati, what do you now going to a little bit towards Cincinnati? What what do you think, Lorenzo? Would you give Joe Burrow what he wants, or would you give him that protection that he needs and go with a Penaisa Wool or go with a Rashawn Slater to bolster that offensive line and help uh, keep your quarterback safe? Yeah, you know what? I, I, that's a great question, Fernando. I talk to my kids all the time, son, daughters, and I say, look, everyone has wants and needs. I said, you know what? What do I want? Want a new car? You want millions of dollars? You want you know, the finest clothes, you want the best, finest things, you, those are all wants. But what do you need? You just need a roof over your head. You need to get the point A to point B. You don't need, you don't, you know, you might want caviar and lobster and steak. That, that's just a one, but do, what do you really need? You just need, you know what, some good food. Something's going to keep you over. Those are the things that you need. And uh, Joe Burles, he wants that shiny car. He wants that, you know, that toy that he could throw the ball to. But what does he need? Last year, he got hurt. You saw that against the Washington Redskins, trying to get in there, running for his life, all the different things that this guy had to do last year. The offensive line could not hold up. It just was – it was a sieve. And you – if this is your future, if this is the future, the face of the franchise, because you think about it. Think about when's the last time they had a Hall of Fame type quarterback. Think about the – Kenny Anderson. Who was else? Who was there? Uh, Boomer Esiason. Boomer, Boomer Esiason. Think about Kenny – Boomer size from Boomer on. Think about who else was good. Now you had a gun that was good, but you have great. Now you had Carson Wentz. Love that guy. Carson Wentz was Palmer, added, Car- so, uh, Carson Palmer. Yeah, Carson Palmer. So yeah, since yeah. Carson Palmer, so since Carson Carson's probably gonna slap me because he's probably listening to our show. He lives in L, you know, LA. I'd love I love, we gotta bring him on the show, but oh, Carson, I love you, buddy. I love you, Carson. He's a great guy, by the way, super individual. Um, but think about that's the last time you had a good quarterback. So You've, you've had some great ones, Boomer, earlier. But and, but so now you have an opportunity because this Burroughs kid, I think he has the potential to be great. Not good, but great. And you want to say that I want to get you because you have you still got some receivers there. Still was throwing the ball to some guys. When you have a great quarterback, you don't need great receivers. You don't need Tom Brady. You think about the Super Bowl that he's won. You know, this year he had some pretty good receivers. But think about all the years prior to that, the receivers that he had. He had a guy that was playing defense, special teams, all the different things, and just guys winning Super Bowl. So you don't – the quarterback doesn't need – he makes average receivers good, and he makes good receivers great, a la Wes Walker. A la you think about what, what, you know, what he's been able to do. So when you have a quarterback that is transcending, protecting – 
put people in those trenches that are going to protect him. So I think that they got to build in the trenches and take it from take it from me and not just take it from me. Look no further than our own L.A. Chargers team yeah. and take a look what they did and how what how aggressive they got. If I wasn't about necessarily receivers, you let one of the better tight ends get out of your, your, your house, let him leave. And what did you do, though? Where did you spend your money? Where did you spend the bulk of your money? The L.A. Chargers, you know where on the offensive line to protect that quarterback. You're right, Lorenzo. And I mean, we're going to talk about another prospect right now, but I just wanted to let you know, I mean, you know me, Lorenzo, I don't sleep well, but I'm really good at staying awake and staring at my ceiling. So I'm always looking for new ways to get my shit together. My head hits the pillow and bam, my mind races and I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do, what I need to do, yada, yada, relatable, right? It right. often sucks. Unfortunately, I found Sunday Scaries and realized that they make products specifically for overthinkers and night owls like me. Sunday Scaries CBD gummies help me decompress, clear my head, and fall asleep so I can actually wake up and fully as a fun, fully functioning human. Lorenzo, if you want some of this, I got you for a 25% off to prove it. Visit sundayscaries.com and use my promo Believe. B L E A V for your discount. That's promo code believe for 25% off sundayscaries.com. They're effing amazing and you won't regret joining the squad. Yeah, I tell you, Fernando, it's it's awesome that you, you know, you're you're you know, you're pubbing the Sunday scaries and you know the C B D and the gummies. And it's awesome because man, it does help. I mean, I know when we first started, you're up, you're texting me middle of yeah. the night, all those different things, you're going, and now you seem I see a calmness, it's coming over you. And that's yep. great, man, because sometimes a lot of people, you know, they're out there, they can't unwind. You're thinking about everything, thinking about your work, thinking about your kids, thinking about all the things that you have to do the next day. And you're in bed and you're tired, but you're just your mind is just so cluttered. Yeah. And these Sundays, these Sunday scaries, they've taken that edge off for you. So, man, absolutely excited about it. Definitely going to use your promo code. Believe there get my Sunday scaries, baby. Fernando bringing it now. Lorenzo, when we talk about somebody who could scare on Sundays, I don't know if you heard, but Kyle Pitts from Florida. Oh, crap. This guy, six foot five inches, 245 pounds, ran a 4.4440, Lorenzo. A tight end. I, it's, could you imagine I, I, Antonio Gates running a 4440? I, 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 it's it's un, it's unbelievable. Think about what you're going to have to do if you have a guy at that height, 240 pounds, running as fast, if not faster, than most receivers in the league. Now you have a linebacker over him, and he's trying to cover him. It can't happen. It won't happen. So what are you going to have to do? You have to bring in nickel. You have to bring in or put the spring, the safety down and make the linebacker play in the box. But then what if now it's a run play? Yeah. You move him over and now you have him, you have a 240 pound pound guy blocking a corner or a safety that's 200 pounds or maybe less. Think about the mismatch that you're creating there. Man, this is going to be, a, especially if he learns to block and be good at it and catch and, and know, we know what he can do as far as running as receiver. That's going to be a nightmare for teams and defensive coordinators to try to slow him down. That size, that speed, that strong. 
Lorenzo, let me ask you as a former player, did you ever, like when you did, when you had your pro day, were you really overly concerned? And did you believe that teams were overly concerned about your pro day? Or was it, is, do you feel like that's more media and fan based? Well, you know what? I I think that, I think your pro day does weigh because they want to know what what type of athlete that you, that they're getting. They do want to know if you have some of those tangibles got to be fast enough, you know, got to be strong enough to do some of those things. Cause there's a lot of guys that test unbelievable that we're not even hearing their names, but do they, do they, do they fit the mode? I think a lot of guys, a lot of guys, they have the question mark because they play great. And then they have some issues where they're not as fast. So it hurts them a little bit, but then they look at them and say, that's a football player. So they do drop. So it does help when you test well and you're good. It makes your stock really rise because now they know that, hey, look, I don't have to hide you if you're playing over the tight end because I know you can run, you know, if you're a linebacker and I know you can run 4-5 or 4-4. If you can run a 4-5, you know, a low 4-5, you're a linebacker, you can keep up. So those are things if you don't, if you're running a 4-6 or a 4-7, but you're a great player, you might sneak in the first or second. But here's the deal. You will hurt your value because they know now if you're playing against that tight end from Florida we just talked about and you're running a 4-7. You have no chance. So they're going to, so that hurts you when you're playing against the Kittles, you're playing against the different tight ends in the league. So you have to be able to, that's what those players that you're every down player. So yes, it can, you do need to show that you can run and do some of these things that continue to have stock value. It's funny because as a member of the media, I've never really put that much stock into 40 times just because I've always thought like you guys are going to be wearing pads anyway, you're going to be wearing helmets, you're going to be doing all this stuff. So to me, I've always been like, I guess like for I mean, and and don't get me wrong, though, what Kyle Pitts did yesterday is incredible. Um, the, the, his 40 time his athleticism, everything. But I've always thought that like when you're a bigger guy, uh, or like, I've always thought that 40 times and everything isn't going to matter on the football field because of the the speed the you're gonna have the pads the helmet all the stuff kind of weighing you down in a sense so i've never known about that but lorenzo real quick i just wanted to ask ask you about the draft process did you ever get a crazy question do you remember getting a crazy question or or anything like that they never asked me hey it was your mama oh or your mama a stripper i mean you heard some of those questions right yeah i know i've definitely heard that they've asked some uh some players questions here random questions here and there yeah, but and, and i and i and, and you know what and they're, they're and they're and they're doing that because you know we're in a, they we're want in a your different reaction. time they want to see the reaction and you know you're in stands you're going to plan on the road and someone might say something crazy and 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 some of these guys they're not buttoned up let's be real and they're used to okay you say something like that those are fighting words you know so yeah. they want to make sure that some of these guys can understand this is what and do i think it's right do i uh, you do it's probably not but do do i understand the reason why it happens they want to see how these men are going to say it how these men are going to handle it if it does happen but you know so there is a chance that it happens and so sometimes you look at the media and you hear certain things that people get it gets out and what they what the question that they was asking and, and sometimes it, it can be in a negative sense to a lot of the organizations and stuff and you know and that's why football has to be careful and sports because, you know, we live in a Me Too kind of movement where it's like, OK, oh, you got to be, you know, you got to be politically correct. You got to do those things. And and you don't understand when you're a player, it's different. 
and you're not in that space. And, you know, and that's why I think that you have to be careful when you're athletes and you're asking to be in a certain situation and be in politics and do those things. You have to realize it's totally different. It's a different, it's a different space and people view you different. So when you, when you take on that responsibility, you do have to understand that, Hey, look, there are going to be some crazy questions. So I went through the interview process, went to the combines and had to sit in and they would come in and, you know, ask you different type of questions, but you know, it wasn't that, you know, they didn't ask me anything as, as crazy as that, but, you know, so understand what's at stake, understand those, those things. And I talked to my son about it. I say, look, they might actually ask you some off the wall questions. You know, you look at it, pause and be like, you know what, you know what, uh, you know what, wow. And just, you know, understand what they're doing. You make sure you pause, you think about your answer and, you know, and you tell them, you know, tell them how you feel and, and what you're feeling during that moment and tell them, Hey, look, this is what, what my gut reaction would be. But as a person, I wouldn't just act on it. I mean, because let's, let's be real for now. And people know this. How many times you've seen someone or they said something in reaction, you're like, God, what an idiot. And you sometimes you want to say, dude, you, and they ask the question or do something. You're like, dude, you're an idiot. Or, or you could run and say something, or you just looked at a dude, cut you off, you, you know, and, and you know, it's intentional or in Bogar. And you're just like, God, I just want to, you're getting rage. You think yeah. about slapping or blowing the horn. That's, that's human nature. So it's good if you can talk about, hey, this is what human nature wants to do. But because, because I know it still doesn't, it, what they did to me was wrong. For me to two wrongs don't make a right. I'm not going to act or impulse act. So you have to make sure that you take a deep breath, you sigh, you think about it before you react. So those are, those, you know, that's why they ask those questions. So hopefully a lot of these young men can handle, you know, what's at stake. No, and Lorenzo, knowing Zoe Jr. as I do, I getting to interview him, he had a poker face every single time I uh, I asked him a question. So I think he's going to be good there. I think you did a great job when it comes to that, uh, honestly. But um, honestly, Lorenzo, I just wanted to talk real quick about eBay. Yes. Whether rare dead stock or the latest release, find the exact shoe you're looking for. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are uh, are inspected by independent professional authenticators, and they look at the at the different points of your shoes. They verify the box, the logo, the stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. Each sneaker sneaker also uh, receives a guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity. And for sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers of $100 or more, making it easy to uh, free or making it free to sell or flip your collection. Go to ebay.com slash sneakers today. eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. And you definitely are a sneaker head. I know you love your little Kobe's. I know you love Kobe. Kobe. Uh, the Mamba, so you, exactly, exactly, but, and, and that's what eBay do. That's what you're, you're right, Fernando. That's what they want to do. They just want to ensure that the quality is there. So eBay's not going to put their name behind anything, and that's why they're going to make sure that these sneakers have been inspected, making sure that the people and the people that are out there using eBay, because eBay they own their brand. You don't mm-hmm. own your brand. People do, so it's important that they keep the integrity up of their brand. So eBay understands that, and that's why it's freaking awesome. So continue to get those sneakers, and you don't have to pay any so charge because eBay is going to give you the chance to maximize your dollar. I love it, Fernando. I, I love do it too. I love it, and I'm not going to let you leave here, Lorenzo, without one last thing. Today is opening day. It's not an April Fool's joke, Lorenzo. Today is opening day. Baseball all over the world, uh, all over the the country. 
feelings on who who's kind of a team that you root for lorenzo who's who's your team i, I know yeah, a lot know, of fans kind of wonder that yeah you know you always you, you love you love you, you for san francisco I, you know i i, I, I love when they had madison Baumgartner. he's no longer there on the team you know you've seen some of the things i've always kind of an underdog i want the a's to do better they always get to the playoffs and they play that freaking you know the kind of ball they play, you know, in, in Billy Bean ball, and you think, man, when are they going to make it? When are they going to get there? So you, you you hope for the A's. But I'll tell you, man, a team that I like, a team that I just kind of love, the way they handle things, and, man, what they went out and did. And you got to admit, this guy, he could be a receiver. He could be a DB. He could be a receiver. Uh, he could be a safety. I don't know, maybe a running back. It's Mookie Betts. Uh, when oh, you yeah. see L.A., the way L, wait, the way he single-handedly, what that guy does at center field, the range that he has, is it unbelievable to just watch? So I'm I, when he, I watched him, I knew who he was, but I really became a fan once I got to go and watch, you know, Mookie Betts in L.A., up close and personal. So a little bit, I, I, I do enjoy watching this guy play baseball. So um, don't really have a favorite team. I do love individuals. You know who I like watching, and I'm actually uh, right now. I mean, I have my eye on the TV here and there. Is the Padres? I think what the Padres have done recently is just incredible. The way they've really gone all out. They have Fernando Tatis Jr., which Lorenzo, just let me tell you right now, Fernandos are we're, we're unique. We're unique uh, beasts. We're we're different. We're a different breed. So uh, I, I I I I love to show some love to Fernando Tatis Jr. I remember I uh, I got to interview him a couple of years ago, and and. Uh, he asked me what my name was, and I'm like, oh, Fernando. And then he goes, Tocayo. So Tocayo is a, a, something in Spanish where basically if somebody shares your same name, you call him Tocayo. So uh, it's hilarious. And and Fernando and I just got to talking and everything, and he's a great guy. I really am pulling for the Padres uh, this season. I, I just feel like a small club like that would love to see them go all the way and finally um, bring home a championship for for fans and stuff. And I mean, growing up in San Diego, I mean, I always rooted for the Padres. So honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those, but if, if you had to give me a prediction right now, and I know we're a hundred and something odd games away and playoff games and everything, but Lorenzo, if you had to give me your world series champion right now in April, in April, who are you giving, who's going to, who's going to hoist that beautiful trophy up? You, you, you know what? You, you got it. You got it. And, and here's I'm not trying to be a homer. I love what the Padres has done. They got a lot of young talent. If you look at some of the young talent, they were a team that's kind of, you know, on that bubble, but got some bats. They got some sticks. They get it. They got aggressive they got pitching. They, they got pitching. Yeah. I like the Padres, what they're doing. But, you know, when you when you think about Hershey, think about think about when you look at L.A. and you think about a guy who's probably arguably Hall of Famer, one of the best pitchers the game has ever seen but just can't come through win in the playoffs. And you and know you who I'm talking Yeah, Clayton and, Kershaw. Clayton. And you look at Clayton and you're like, God, Clayton is just, if you say the best regular season, no question. But he's not the Madison Baumgartner when Madison was on, yeah. was probably the most clutch ever in, you know, in championship ball, in championship games. And won't, probably he's not a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer playoff pitching, yeah, but not doing regular season. So, I, I, I like L.A. because L.A. had a chance, I thought, two years ago to win a title. But then they went with lefty, righty, because they go with the, and sometimes when you had Barnan there and, yeah. you know, they, they look at it. And I talked to some of the guys that when Boston beat them. So you 
I understand the concept that you say, no, he's not this, this guy, we're going to go righty, going to go lefty. We don't want to do that. So they, they look at the, they look at the, the, you know, the statistics and the stats and they go through the analytics and they say, can't blame. But one thing analytics can't do, analytics can't measure your heart. It can't measure desire. And, and when, when, when they did that against Boston, I think when you had those, your big bats yeah. and you did, you set them, you lost. So that's the thing that L.A. So I think that L.A. now, when certain situations, you just say, no, you can't. you got to throw analytics and all these numbers and stuff out the door. And then you got to have that eye test. So I think that they're the best team. Will they allow their players in opportune situations when the stakes are high? Will they use analytics or will they go with the eye test? And this season is different because last season when they won the championship, I mean, it was, season. it was a shortened season. Now can they hang in and play all that? Because, I mean, Clayton usually gets, and you said it, he gets tired by the time, I don't know if tired or what it is, but he usually when it comes to the World Series, he just wasn't the same pitcher. And last year he did well in the championship, but it was only in an 80 80 game season so it'll be very interesting with me i might have to go i'm not going to go with the with the padres just because i feel like they're still a year away i'm i'm going to go with the new york yankees and i know a lot of people will crap on me for that one but i just feel like new york aaron judge Giancarlo stanton they just have a packed team they just haven't been they, able to put it together but they just love the long ball it's feast or famine and they, they so they're either going to strike out they're going to hit yep. more now if it's I'll not that if it's not you. working it's not it's, yeah when you go cold win. you're cold it's, they just take cuts at it so i yeah. won't say this they'll end up with more home runs they might break yeah. the home run record but i just don't know man do are they good enough to actually you know win a title and you know yeah. when you when you play that type of ball when you don't say god we get a bunt we're going to do this we're just like swing for the fences so it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting, Fernando. I love that we get into bat baseball. I love that oh, we get yeah. into basketball. love that we're diverse in all these different things, and I hope the listeners are loving it. Man, I'm excited. I love it. I like it. I love it. And we got to keep getting some more of it. 100%, Lorenzo. And you got anything else before we uh, before we head out of here? No, man. We're going to act like a tree and lead. Can't wait to the next, you know, next episode. And we're going to continue, and we're going to keep building, and we're going to get more and more in. And uh, shoot, looking forward to – you know, the draft and, you know, when get ready to hit training camp, we know we're going to kick it up to two and maybe three and four episodes during the week. Yep. So uh, excited about the, the, you know, the future, excited where we're going, Fernando. Me too, Lorenzo. So ladies and gentlemen, we hope you had another, some more fun with us with Lorenzo and myself, Fernando. I hope you guys have a great and fun weekend. Get out there, go try and uh, go to Go to baseball games. Baseball's back. They're starting to have fans back. It's it's a great environment. So everybody have a great weekend. And again, thank you for rocking with us uh, every week. No worries. Cheers, guys. Go Chargers. Go. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.